1991, Universal was looking for a new niche. The success of Not Scary Farm since 1972 seemed like a great concept to borrow from. After all, Universal was known for its classic monsters. Today, a look back on the first Halloween Horror Nights maze, plus our favorites. <laughs> We are back with Epic Universal. We're talking all about Universal Studios, theme parks, the attractions, the experiences, everything we love about the parks. I'm Tim. And this is Ashley. And today we're going to be doing, well, I guess it's, you know, it's the season. Yeah. We're, we're going to be talking about HHN. My favorite thing. Yeah, well, which is weird because after I went last year, I was like, I have to go every year. Yeah. And now... Uh, I like, thought my streak was going to be back on. I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to pick up my streak again. I'm going yeah. HHN every year. Yeah. And like, because I went last year in Hollywood for the first time for the Hollywood one, because mm -hmm. I'd always go with the one in Orlando. Well, it's closer to us now. Yeah, and yeah. Here. But then, you know. It's not even open. COVID. <laughs> Unless, you know, we can fly over to, um, I mean, that's happening in Orlando. Yeah. And I actually got, it just got announced, or like, you'll hear They're this, it, it announced in, in September. Yeah. But, um. It, uh, you know, they have it's a couple back mazes. on. Yeah, it's uh, back on in Orlando zone. because, of yeah. course, Florida. <laughs> because, of course, Florida. Well, <laughs> I listen. think California is the only place that's really close still. Yeah, I know. For I the most know. part. We'll see. I mean, it's, it's understandable. I mean, understandable. Yeah, it's, it's challenging times for sure. Yeah. Anyway, before we get into it, I do want to remind you guys, if you haven't already, subscribe mm -hmm. so you can always get all these shows as we're putting them out. Uh, share, let other people know what we're doing here. If you do have questions or topics you'd like us to cover, fictionalquestions at gmail.com will mm -hmm. reach us. Yep. All right. So what are we doing here? All right. So we're going to dive in to talk about the first maze ever that yeah. Universal ever put out. So, yeah, I, I think you could go way down a rabbit trail of like just talking yeah. about all your favorite mazes. So what we're going to kind of do is talk about where it started, the mm -hmm. first maze, because the first time, it wasn't even called Horror Nights, it was called Fright Nights, right? Mm -hmm. But that first time in Orlando, they only had one maze, so we'll talk about that one, and then we'll go over our favorites. Yep. So, first off, Fright Nights, as they called it, it was only called that for one year. It well, ran for three nights only in yeah. 1991. It was one haunted house, Dungeon of Terror, it was in the queue for Jaws over there. Mm -hmm. which that ride was never that crazy, so I guess they could take up the queue and there was no problem with it, even at that point. Yeah. So a description of Dungeon of Terror, watch as a full cast of madmen and monsters wreak havoc and mayhem within the walls of a dungeon's dark, dark depths. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is, I don't want to say generic, but it's, you can see the seeds of where things would go. I you can see like the the monsters and how they would back eventually. Back then, I don't think it was really generic as much as it is now because back then this was like a new thing. They this was never really done like on a full scale of a haunted house. I'm sure there was haunted houses before that, yeah. but not to this full scale. Little, this is like the well, like the, we said, not Scary Farm had been going for like 20 years at this point. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. but that was more like. They dress up things, scare zones, and 
That kind of stuff. Oh, okay. I never really know the history of Knott's, of Knott's Berry Farm. So well, we're I not a Knott's show. I know. <laughs> not a Knott's <laughs> show. Anyway. So I, I, I didn't know that. I never even been to the Knott's Berry Farm. So I, oh, it's I, kind I didn't, of fun. Um, I didn't. Well, I know. I, I sort of listened to you when you said that in the beginning. <laughs> that's since 1972. I'm stupid. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. It's okay. But, okay. I mean, they had houses, though. This is, they did, like, they, or was it just scare zones for the Universal? No, so this first time, this was the house. This is the house, okay. So we'll walk through it. So, Dungeon of Terror. The entrance to the house was a castle with a cage with a woman hanging in the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of the castle were scare actors who would yell down at the people, <laughs> right, yeah. as you would enter. So the house was designed to take 12 minutes to get through, but it was probably, uh, honestly, uh, like five to eight minutes to mm-hmm. get through it. I can remember... One of my growing up going to a local like haunted house mm-hmm. type of deal. Um, it was it was basically like a long maze type thing. But I remember at one point being young, I just started running. <laughs> so it probably would have taken like, you know, 12, 15 minutes. But I think I got through that in like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I remember from that one, though. And that's totally, this is totally aside, was the people would follow you out of the rooms. Oh they would keep God. following I you to the next room and that. the next room. And that's why we would start running. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. But anyway, so the walls were bloodied. And in the beginning, there was a six-foot spider hanging above the guests. When you would leave the spider room, of the course. guests would be traumatized by a scare actor portraying a homicidal maniac. <laughs> One of the scenes had guests walk on... The rat lady's glass coffin with the lady scratching at the glass and screaming for help. This rat lady is actually was part of the whole classic thing because they brought the rat lady back before. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be part of this year's thing. I, I don't know if it's going to be in what they have going on in Orlando right now because I haven't seen those. Yeah. But um, it was it is part of the merch and, and the look back at classic uh, Horror Night stuff. Mm-hmm. Another room had um, pliable walls closing in, like, enough to touch the guests so make them feel like they're being crushed, oh, kind of claustrophobic. Yeah. That's terrible enough because a lot of the times are kind of tight. So mm-hmm. the fact that they would be closing in on you kind of freaks me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, while they would tighten up, scare actors would jump out <laughs> and try to get you. So at one point... You'd enter a room where there was a man uh, hung behind a chain link fence. And then in another, you could see a person inside of a coffin reaching out, asking for the guests to let them out. It's creepy enough. So the house ends with the guests making kind of a circuit around a large cage filled with strobe lights. We see that a lot. Uh, loud rock music. That's always there. <laughs> in, in, I know. In Horror Nights. And uh, a collection of the classic uh, Universal monsters wandering around. And I think just for fun, they said that they added a little lost girl who was trapped in there with the <laughs> monsters, and she was holding a, a map of the Magic Kingdom. That was kind of a little, you know, That's so funny. nod to Disney. And the price for admission that year, that first year, was twelve ninety five. I can only wish. It's like over $100 now. Well, yeah, but you get a lot more, even in today's yeah, I know. Act, I mean, think of how many mazes. Think of how many scares I know. It's actually how much a good other deal. stuff was going on. I, I don't mind paying that price for HHN because of the quality it, it it has and like it's really good and they give you yeah they give you a lot for what you paid. Yeah, so 
that's the first maze, and you kind of get a taste for what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, w- one of the big things that we the takeaways was, of course, that rat lady. A lot of the other stuff is is pretty general, and and we see that we see them do the same kind of stuff mm-hmm. in a lot of the other mazes. But as we get into the more theme stuff, I don't know what do you, what do you like when I asked you what your favorite maze was, you went straight for uh, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, what was it about that? That, was it the theme? Was it the, the um, movie, the classic movie so that it's based it's on? One of my favorite um, horror movies. Okay. Um, I, I love that movie, and also it, I, the house was just phenomenal. Like I've been going HHN for many years now, and that house just like struck a chord with me. It just was. It was done very well, very similar to the movie, hmm. and the I thought it was. It was just. It was everything was planned out very well. It it was very detail oriented, mm-hmm. and the and it was very scary. It was because the 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 werewolf uh, puppet or the animatronics, whatever they mm-hmm. had, it was terrifying. Yeah. Because um, I think the first year it was all puppetry, most of it, mm. or almost all of it, and then the uh, second year was a, a mix between two. It was like animatronic and. Puppetry, but I think it was more on the animatronic side. Mm. Um, I could see but, that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. It was the first year was done the best, mm. and that is why I was like, it was like named the best house of the year too. I think it did as well. win. You're and right, and that's why it came back the the year in the it or came year, back two, two years two later. later. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually the first time they basically exactly repeated a house and they changed little things yeah they, but they the, did a little bit change yeah they they um they did change it a bit but not not a lot mm-hmm. but um there was there was like noticeable changes mm-hmm. um but i don't know it was just it was done so well i mean we can do a walkthrough of, yeah, yeah. of it a, a bit too okay so i'll do the description for that yeah step into john landis's trademark 1981 horror classic From the attack on the English moors to the bone-crushing transformation, it's one of the most popular houses in Halloween Horror Nights history. So take us through. Okay. Uh, Guests would enter the the queue uh, to the right of the entrance for the Twister attraction. I can remember that. Yeah, Twister. It's not gone. It's it's gone. It's the Jimmy Fallon show now. Jimmy Fallon now. Yeah. Yeah, Um, That was a great great, um, walkthrough attraction. Yeah, it was a great walkthrough. I'm not a fan of the Jimmy Fallon. I think we've no, talked I, about I'm it here. No, I'm saying Twister was a good one. No, walk. I know, but, never but what they have now. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I actually like the pre-show, and that's about it. Just how they mm-hmm. have the whole thing, the virtual queue, yeah. that whole thing set up in there when you're waiting. There's mm-hmm. lots of cool live entertainment and stuff, but the actual main ride is not great. Yeah. It's another I, one heard. of those sit in a seat that rocks back and forth while you watch a movie. Yeah, it's just like, I don't <laughs> know, I, I love Jimmy. I like Jimmy Fallon. I think he's yeah. a great host. I just don't, I don't see the purpose of giving him a ride. I just uh, I think it's weird. Uh, yeah, okay. I liked him on the on the backlot tour. Yeah. Anyway, go th- right. go for it. Uh, once guests entered the sound stage, they would be immediately greeted by the outside of the slaughtered lamb, which is the uh, the bar the bar mm-hmm. that they go into when they first arrive yeah. when they're like they're kind of lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, guests would enter uh, would enter through the f- uh, front of the slaughtered lamb through the bar and into the moors, where they would see Jack and David getting attacked by a werewolf. You see the werewolf eating Jack as you walk by. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. It was, like, uh, these those animatronics were terrifying. I think they were probably the most uh, terrifying, uh, or puppet slash animatronics, like, 
Like, they're the most terrifying thing I've ever seen that yeah. HHN has put out. Like, I, I've seen a lot. Like, I've seen the zombies. I've seen everything. Because I've never um, been on this, but I just was, we were actually just watching, yeah, were, like, a walk, like, I, people I, Yeah, because like, I forgot exactly YouTube. what was different about the two, because yeah, I know so it was slightly different. Um, I just forgot because it's been so long mm-hmm. since I've, I've been through it. But, yeah, um, you can watch these things on YouTube mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, you can walk through and see how, like, it was just great. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was. I would watch the 2013 and the 2015. You can compare mm-hmm. uh, see the differences. I, I personally think the 2013 is a, a lot better. But, anyway, you, uh, you see werewolf eating Jack as you walk by. After that, you go into the hospital where a partially transformed David attacks from behind a curtain. Then, uh, you then go into the nightmare that David had where a bunch of Nazi werewolves kill him and his family. That is terrifying. So terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Just like giant like Nazi werewolves like trying to kill yeah, you. Yeah, no good. No yeah, good. No, then they're huge. They're like really tall actors playing them. Yeah. Um, after that, you go into a living room where you see David transforming into a werewolf on the floor. That's creepy. That's like the iconic scene. Like it like changed like the makeup industry. Like it was a very that's why oh, it's really? very yeah because of the animatronic that's why they, hmm. they show it in the um, SFX uh, makeup show in oh, Orlando wow. it, okay. it was very uh, groundbreaking for them nice uh, then you go into the uh, subway where you see the werewolf and its victim yeah God, the subway when he's when like popping out, and he, like it, yeah. when the werewolf, he's like there. I'm I'm assuming it's puppetry because it's like you can't. It's behind, so it probably saves them money when they don't have to use animatronics. Right, but it pops out at you, and the jaw moves like it's actually yeah. like biting up and down. Yeah, and like it it jumps at you, so you kind of have to step back because sometimes it will actually. Sometimes if the if the scare actor like well yeah might actually get a little too close, mm. so you kind of I always like back up and like <laughs> against the subway wall on the other side. Yeah, or trying to run to the other direction because like i like i know it's fake but it's just like in the moment reaction you, you your brain thinks it's like real right um after that you head into the movie theater um, i love that yeah i loved how that looked yeah. where you entered through <laughs> the, the screen the rated r or the rated x movie theater oh, um, <laughs> i just love that they enter i love that they put that in there too yeah. i thought it was so funny i was like is this appropriate um with many dead bodies on the theater chair uh theater chair so you kind of like don't know. So, so some of them are alive and, and trying to grab you. Further into the movie theater is an usher getting eaten by the werewolf. But yeah, like, that looks the, creepy. It's it's kind of like scary in the theater because it's kind of dark and you get the film playing and it's like it's like so it's like black and then light black. It's like yeah, a, yeah. it's like a like a like subtle a strobe subtle kind. strobe. Yeah. And like you don't know. You can see some Who's of them are who? dummies. You can see visibly some of them are dummies in the yeah. chairs. But some you don't know, and then they pop out at you, and then mm. it's like because no their their mask, no <laughs> their their makeup or their the mask that they're wearing is kind of like phony looking as well. So you don't know if they're just a dummy it too. In. Yeah, it's very it's very well done. But yeah, and then when you walk past the chairs in the hallway, like when you enter a theater, that part is where you see another um, a werewolf on top of some, uh, top of a, a, usher. a man, usher, and he's getting eaten by yeah, by David. And then you go out into the streets uh, where a cop um, puts out, uh, oh, pops out from behind a corner and blows his whistle. That part is not really, it's just like a, it's just a regular cop, you know, a British cop coming around behind the, you know, telephone yeah. booth or behind the bus or wherever. Yeah. And uh, he's blowing his whistle at you, I guess, because, you know, they know there's like a, there's like something ravaging the town. Yeah. And so like, there's like, you know, lights and stuff. And then the final scene is in the alley where the werewolf growls on top of a dumpster while the cop uh, shoots uh, shoots him. So then he gets, like, put down. <laughs> yeah. But, um, that's kind of where it ends, right? The alleyway. Yeah. It ends. You just see another, like, you know, 
I, I think that one is for sure a, uh, a, a like a electronic monster. I think mm-hmm. that that one's like a not, it's on, yeah, it's animatronic. I don't think it's um electronic animatronic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said it wrong, um, but I knew that I don't think that one's like done by puppetry because you see the whole body and mm. he's like heads moving. Because there's no way like you there's could sure. be a person in there, but it's so scary. Like I don't, it's just I, I think the werewolf is what gets me the most. Mm. And then the the, the uh, Nazi werewolves. The you so you're saying the werewolf, the fully transformed wolf. Yeah, like or his fate, like his uh, whenever he pops out, oh, like right. that. So it's, oh right, so yeah. It's because it's the um, it's just a, such a well done prop. It's such a well done. Yeah, prop. but it's also creepy because you're going through the hallways and everything's dark. Yeah, it's and then dark all of a sudden too. the lights come on and he's in your face. Yeah, and then the scare actors are are really good too because they yeah. they know they. They 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 work so hard to time the right like they work countless hours to time the to time it right to scare you when the lights like pop open or when it's dark you know when it's dark and then, or when the sound they they get it on the sound cue mm-hmm. whenever they pop out on the sound cue like I just think I was like dang like how do you how do you uh, always get that perfect they always get it perfect they nail yeah. it down well what's your so favorite yeah so I've only been one year as people probably know but mm-hmm. I loved it. And my favorite, looking back at it, was Holidays in Hell, <laughs> which is actually a remake of a really high-rated scare zone from the year before. Mm-hmm. So they just brought it back, and it was located in the Parisian courtyard up there um, in Hollywood, because mm-hmm. that's where I went. I went to Hollywood last year. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. so I'll do a description. What is supposed to be... A time with friends, family, and loved ones, the holidays have quite literally gone to hell. The terrors are far from limited to just Halloween. Prepare yourself for a sadistic experience involving a trip through a series of psychotic seasonal celebrations. Your creepy crawl through the year's calendar is a true 365-day nightmare. After all, in our world, the scarier, the merrier. <laughs> it was a good house. No, it was, it was pretty funny. I, um, because it wasn't themed around a movie or yeah. some kind of, like, franchise, IP. They had, like, room to play around with it. They did, but it also, it was, but it was highly themed because it basically took what yeah. you know from the different holidays and turned it on its head. Yeah, oh my, I, the, um, what, which one was it, um... Well, let's talk through them. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're gonna get ahead of it. I don't I know. know. I know. We can talk about your favorite one after. But, so it starts with New Year's Day. And so you you enter and you're greeted by an undead party reveler who's holding a martini glass, standing in front of a giant martini glass with a skeleton inside. Mm -hmm. As you continue, you enter a nursery filled with undead crying babies. You know, like babies who've just been born for New Year's? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of which is being cradled by a nightmare nurse who's brandishing a knife. Of course, before the appearance of the nurse... Father Time can be seen overlooking the guests and the nursery from behind a wall. So that's already creepy. Yeah, that's, that was really fun. They had um, at, at, at Orlando. No, it was, you know, it was Hollywood. They, it, it was Hollywood. Um, they had that little thing you could take a picture mm. of the skeletons mm-hmm. and uh, the New Year's outside. It was like um, on, they had a little mini walkthrough. Sure. It had like, I think it was the end of this one. I think it was actually the exit. And like yeah, uh, they during did the, have a yeah, yeah. during the day, we took a picture on the New Year's thing. Oh, nice! Yeah, because you could like go over there, but it was funny. Of course, after that, the next uh, room was Valentine's Day. So you proceed through a tunnel of love where cupids pop out from behind <laughs> openings and brandishing knives. One cupid is holding a woman, presumably a bridesmaid, at knife point. 
the woman is bound to a table and can only cry out for help as a Cupid threatens her. That was creepy. Yeah. To either side of the table, a bride and groom are bound to the walls, dead. And then as you exit that tunnel of love, candy hearts adorn the walls <laughs> with messages like, kill me and dismember me. <laughs> oh, because it's like the uh, little, like the, the little, little heart. Candy the little candy hearts. hearts. Yeah. They always like do those weird little, like they, they, they flip the letters. Okay. Okay. So next up, of course, St. Patrick's Day. Where I you have this is actually this is my favorite room. Leprechauns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this what you're gonna yeah, say? Yeah, because it reminds me it kinda like like the leprechaun movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Telling the guest not to steal the gold. <laughs> if it's gold you want, <laughs> gold you'll get. At one point a man was tied up inside the wall and will occasionally spit water spraying the guests in front of him. <laughs> there was a scene actually where the leprechaun was pouring molten gold over the victim's head. Yeah. Uh, but that was cut. But that's the audio that you're hearing about what they're going to do with the gold. Like yeah. pour it on someone's head. Which is super creepy and straight out of yeah. Game of Thrones or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember that scene. Easter, of course, as a creepy nursery tune uh, plays, a well can be seen with a person trapped inside. Then you come across four giant Easter eggs. One containing a bunny, a ravenous bunny, mm -hmm. one with a jack-o'-lantern face, one with human arms sticking out, and one where a peep pops out. You know, the little Easter yeah, peeps. Yeah. And then the Easter bunny pops out from behind a curtain, and as the guests pass him, they come across children traumatized and being held captive by other uh, scary-looking Easter bunnies. Uh, next up at 4th of July, Uncle Sam is holding fireworks. <laughs> As the guests pass him, they come across a kid who, uh, as a result of an accident, has lost his legs and half of his face. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of the area, uh, Uncle Sam pops out again. He was pretty scary looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember how that worked. Yeah. And then it goes to Halloween, where you enter a large jack-o'-lantern filled with pumpkin heads. And these guys are creepy. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the pumpkin heads stand still, but some will come to life and lunge at the guests. After that, Thanksgiving, this one stood out to me because it had that, you entered the dining room and there's like a family mm -hmm. around oh, like yeah. a Thanksgiving feast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all dead and there's a human cooked <laughs> instead of a turkey. That was really crazy. And there's the turkey, really they call like... them turkey lurkies. They come lunging <laughs> out of it. It's like turkeys attacked these people on Thanksgiving. Yeah. They're like, they're tired. We're tired of you guys getting us. <laughs> Yeah, actually, the the human that was there on the table was actually taken out after the first couple of weeks. So I don't know if you even saw it. I don't remember seeing. I don't. I know you told me about it. But then I guess it was too graphic. People were saying so they they replaced it with just a bunch of organs like that the turkeys were eating. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, I think they've done worse things. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I mean, I feel like here. we've talked about worse things. Like it's HHN, like. This is an adult. It's more of a teen and adult like thing. It definitely is. It's not a kid's thing. And then, of course, we go to Christmas where they're outside. Evil Santa pops out from behind this opening in a fence. And then as you're going forward, you get greeted by Mrs. Claus, an elf, a nutcracker, and a snow queen who patrol the area. And the area is littered with, like, presents and a really scary-looking snowman. And that's kind of as you're working your way outside, right? And then it kind of ends... Um, Again, with kind of wrapping around to the New Year's Eve, like what you said. So I just love that because it kind of took what you know and threw yeah, it on his head. I made it scary. But it was very comedic. 
It was. It was comedic, so I like that yeah. kind of irreverent kind of thing. But also, there towards the end, it did that one thing. And I think we talked about this in our HHN show we did last season, mm-hmm. where I was just overwhelmed. There's so many people, like, at one point when you walk through and yeah. you don't know who's who. I think yeah. it was the Halloween area. Yeah, that was that one was pretty creepy, too. Where there's just all these pumpkin heads course, and you yeah, don't know who's... Of course, had to make it really creepy for Halloween, because that's yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so those are our favorites. What are yours? If you want to let us know, uh, write in fictionalquestions Mm -hmm. at Mm gmail.com. And uh, if there's one you want us to cover, because we're going to do some more of these. We'll figure out the best way to do this. Yeah. But uh, let us know if there's a certain maze or a scare zone that you want us to cover or something else you want us to talk about. Maybe some of the live entertainment they had at HHN. I'm totally down to talk. We can talk about the Bill and Ted show that, you know, is is not there anymore. But we talk about that. They should have brought it back because the movie. (laughs) They should. And they did the rock. They used to do Rocky Horror sometimes, some Mm -hmm. years. They took that away. Yeah. And And of course we've had Beetlejuice. But they, yeah, they took that away too. But, it's like the good things. Well, because I think they're working their way through it, but then they can bring it back as classic. I know. <laughs> I really hope. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back with more Universal stuff next time, but until then, I've been Tim. And this has been Ashley. Take care, guys. saying that life uh, finds a way.